What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they're much less annoying than my dog's Bert, my dog Bert, who barks at everything. What What was that, a molecule that floated through the air? Also, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Hey, watch this new rhyme. Ready? Watch the news. Get the blues. Read the Bible. Find revival. Yeah, not bad, huh? All right. Also, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because we paid the radio rent. Can I get a what, 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 what? That's right, that's right. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we just don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy, you know, who can we, and that would be you and me, bless, this would not be you or me, this weekend? Who could we, you or me, bless, not you or me, this weekend? Who could you bless this weekend? Just that straightforward. If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, please don't let it die of loneliness. That's so sad. Just reach out and give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call, 972-445-0770. You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite! Talking to Dynamite D is like when you get a cheat meal on your diet. Uh-oh, Dave. <laughs> now, I want you to know. I want you to know. So, I'm at 50 days today. I've only had... Only in Phoenix, okay? Because we didn't really kind of have a choice there. Uh, but I, I, I am entitled, but I might not take it, okay? But I'm just telling you, I can have a cheat meal if I want. Well, you've been doing pretty good, Dave. I have to give you that credit. Not not too shabby. I did another workout yesterday. I was really, really happy because I'm just trying to get back into it, back into the swing of things. Here is the other thing that you can do uh, during the show. You can text us. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Wow. Look at the paint. 
All right, anyway, so you can also uh, email us, David, at hemustincrease.org. That's David, D-A-V-I-D, at hemustincrease.org. It goes right here to my Chromebook. We also want to send you up to the website. A couple of things to tell you about that. We do have two speaking events that are coming up. So one is coming up, I think it's four weeks from Sunday. That's going to be, let's see, that's in Rowlett, I believe. And then uh, in the Murray Lake Church one is going to be July 2nd. So you have an opportunity in that, you know, and as they become available, we'll let you know what's going on. That information is on the website. Plus also on the website, our favorite thing not to discuss and that is the opportunity to give to the ministry. It is tax deductible. It is safe. It is an opportunity to help us advance what we're trying to do it. And if you can do it, awesome, awesome, awesome. And if you can't, awesome, awesome, awesome. Listen to the show. Do what you can. Participate. Pray for us. We love you anyway, no matter what happens. Okay? All right. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemosincrease.org. Hemosincrease.org. All right, ask not for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. That would be a good quote right there. But then again, no matter what you say to me, that's much less annoying than at 3.30 in the morning hearing this. What is it, boy? What is it, boy? I want a treat. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it right there. This is what we go through. That's part of living. Uh, Okay, a couple things I do want to do. I want to come before uh, the Lord in prayer. We want to pray for Lisa. She's been up. She's been down. This is Eric's Lisa. It's been up, down, up, down, and uh, they had some up, and then she got home, and now it's today, and they're having some down, and so it's just... One of those things where we want to comfort them. We want the Lord to comfort them. We want the Lord to heal her. We want the Lord to encourage Eric. And we want them to be blessed by the Lord. They're, you know, very, very much a part of our radio ministry, very much a part of the audience. And we just want the Lord to cover them and bless them. So we're going to pray for that as well as for healings in our people. Okay? So let's do it. Let's pray. And let's do this before we pray. Let's have a higher expectation. Okay? Before we pray. You know... God loves us. Now let's pray. Father, we come before you right now and we thank you and we glorify you. We acknowledge you. You are the king. You you are the king of the universe. And you are able to raise the dead. It is so awesome that you have reached out and touched our lives and spoken to us and said, spend eternity with me. Oh, what a blessing for all of us. And we ask you to intervene on the behalf of Eric and Lisa in the name of Jesus, that you would bring healing power into her body in the name of Jesus, and that she would know that healing power and that it would touch her even while we're praying together. And she would know it's from you. And there would be a testimony to the glory of God of your power in her life. And of course, we pray for all of our people. We pray for Gary. We pray for Rosalind. We pray for Brother Ace. We pray for Mary. We pray for each person that's going through it and struggling mentally and physically. And we ask you to bring healing power into their lives. 
We pray for the grace of God to be manifested in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Ooh, feeling that one. Woo! Okay. Uh, so we got so much to cover. Uh, don't forget to be praying for the audience. And then I'm going to ask you some uh, specific prayers uh, for some people in a little bit. But in the meantime, we've got to go to this section. Where are we? We're on Friday and we're in Hebrews. And I love Hebrews. Why? Because we're in the Hall of Fame of Faith. You got to be kidding me. The Hall of Fame of Faith. Wow. Here we are. Hebrews chapter 11. We're at verse 32. Listen to what the author of Hebrews says. I'm going to show you. I hope to show this to you real quickly. So we've covered all the different people that he's kind of given some space to, right? But keep in mind, the author's writing, and the author knows, hey, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, th- I'm, this book's getting long. This letter's getting long. I got to kind of do something. So here's what he says in verse 32. And what more can I say? Time is too short for me to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets, who by faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions. It just, you read this just like, okay, let's just back this up entirely, okay? Here's what he says. What more can I say? Time is too short for me to tell you. And what he's really saying is there are so many witnesses. How many fantastic witnesses are there between Genesis and Malachi? And how many more witnesses now between Matthew and between the book of Acts? There's just so many witnesses now. And so he just says, look, okay, it's too short for me to tell you about Gideon. Well, what's the big deal about Gideon? I don't know, 185,000 people versus 300. Okay, I want you to really pick up on that because I think people just kind of go, oh, sure. Listen, if you're a Bible-believing, born-again, authentic Christian, there were 185,000 people coming against Gideon, and there was 300 that he had to fight with. Do you have any idea the statistics? I mean, it's just off chart. It's off chart. 300 people killing 185,000? Only God can do that. That's one guy. One guy. Okay. What about what about the victory over the Canaanites with with uh, for Barak with help from Deborah? Without Deborah, you know, telling him, "Hey, you need to be doing this." And he was like, eh, "I need uh, encouragement. I kind of feeling a little weak here." And she goes, "All right, but you're not going to get the full credit." I mean, that's exactly what happened. The woman in the tent who put the peg through the guy's head, bam, that's the gal that got a lot of credit because everybody remembers that image. <laughs> Like, ooh, that's bad. That's major. Okay, and then you also have Jephthah. Now, Jephthah, I'm just covering it real quick. He had victory over the Ammonites, okay? Little oopsie daisy on the daughter situation. I will sacrifice whatever comes out of my front door. That's a little rash. <laughs> okay, let's just be honest. And then, of course, there's our good buddy Samson, the wild man who's not quite from Yucatan. Here's the judge with the less than stellar character. He thought Rahab was bad. This dude was, I would venture to say this dude was bad all the way through. (laughs) He didn't just have a, I was a prostitute. Now I became a believer and now I'm in the lineage of Christ moment. He had multiple years of, I'm just bad, but I'm big, so I can be bad. And so there's Samson, and he's just like, all that he is, you know what? God used every inch of him to do exactly what God wanted to accomplish. You think that you've got flaws? 
You're not the only person with flaws. I have flaws. Dynamite D has flaws. Jennifer has flaws. Don has flaws. We all have problems. We all have difficulties. Not quite to what Samson was. Guess what? God used Samson all the way through. Unless you think that he can't use you, that shows you that you have no faith in the absolute power of God. Because when he does use you, and he will use you, and he has used you, it should be a testimony to how powerful God really is. You know what you're like. You know where you lack. You know the secret things in your mind and your heart that nobody knows but God. You know those things. And you know that God knows those things. But you also know he's used you, and he can use you, and he will use you, because he's God, and nothing is impossible for him to display his power and glory. Hallelujah. He can use all of us. And that's just, that's just these, I mean, you, we didn't even cover David or Samuel. Just the, it's too short for me to tell you about Gideon or Barak or Samson or Jephthah. Wow. Yeah, but we're still going to come back and talk about it. You should know that by now. So we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is from our good friend, Pastor Ray. He wrote this uh, wonderful devotional called When Grace is Tangible. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. That's John chapter 1, verse 14. There is more to grace than I ever imagined. Now, I'm going to stop you right there. So I was praying. uh, This is in the last month. And I even wrote it down in my little journal how I believe the Lord had communicated to me personally that I do not understand the depth of God's grace. So then this devotion comes. I'm like, oh, I I just know (laughs) the Lord's trying to teach me more. All right, let me back it up to what Ray says. There is more uh, to grace than I ever imagined. We sing of amazing grace with the hope and longing that uh, inspires people of all faiths and walks of life. Theologically, grace is defined as unmerited favor, a good, sound concept. But there is something more tangible about grace, something we can picture in our minds. God once told Moses, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Grace, as I discovered in the Hebrew language, is more than a favor granted in spite of our failings. When God says he will be gracious to whomever he chooses, he uses the word chanan, which adds a new layer of our understanding, because chanan means to show favor, mercy, to bend or to stoop. In kindness, God is not only granting favor and mercy, but the word picture is of him bending down to us in kindness, like a father getting down on his knees to embrace his children. There's even more to this picture. The root of the word Hanan means to pitch a tent, to encamp, to abide, to dwell, to rest. There is more than God granting favor. He wants to dwell with us, to camp out with us. The God who is so very beyond us, not of this world, desires for his glory to abide with us and in us. God will be gracious to whomever he chooses. 
And he will come and live with them and dwell with them and camp out with them, whomever he chooses. And when it makes no sense to anybody else, it doesn't matter, even if it doesn't meet our standard of approval. The Almighty Lord desires to dwell with us, not just rule over us, certainly not to start a religion, but to love us and live with us in a tangible, real way, to show us the way, the truth, and the life. The ultimate experience of God bending down, listen to this, the ultimate experience of God bending down, stooping down to the ground to dwell amongst us is the incarnation of Jesus Christ. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the true station here in Texas. I'm going to remind you, you guys need to be praying for the audience. Praying for the audience. Let me say that again. Praying for the audience, not just praying for yourself. Praying for the audience. And then Psalm 42.5 says, why are you so downcast on my soul? You know, Put your hope in God. That's what I'd love people to be praying for one another. That are people who are downcast, that are downtrodden, okay? You know the word depression means under a thumb, like a thumb pushing something down. Praying that the Lord would lift people up, lift them up and let them find their hope in the Lord. That would be an awesome thing for you guys to be praying. The other thing I need you to pray for is my wife, who is now... Two and a half, three weeks, but two and a half, but two, but a week and a half, about a half a week. It's all Mother's Day. And if you thought it was big time on Valentine's Day for flowers, I'm going to have to see my wife by FaceTime. (laughs) That's how busy she's going to be. Bless her heart. But, you know, I told her, I said, anytime you want to walk away. And she's, you know, she loves it. So it's like, okay, and then I'll do my best to support you. All right, here it is. And I said, I do my best. I didn't say I do it perfect. So let's just remember that. Uh, Here's your first trivia question. Uh, Speaking of all that we just covered before we get into the text, who found honey inside the body of a dead lion? Hmm? 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 If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at org. We are now going to do DNA. D stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, like the Daily Planet, a newspaper that comes out every day. Every day, just spend time with the Lord. We do have somebody calling in. We'll grab that real quick. Uh, So that's draw closer to the Lord daily. Just something. Okay, just something. Uh, N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Of course we know that that's going to take place. Even if the Lord comes back in the next hour, you should already know they're trying to shame us now in regards to standing firm in the words of Jesus. It's just like, what, you know more than Jesus? I don't think so. And then, A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. OPM. Other people matter, which is just the nicest way to say there's nothing wrong with praying for yourself, but bring other people into it 
Use your faith for them as well. Of course, what a person sows, that shall they also reap. But in the meantime, while we carry one another's burdens, we so fulfill the law of Christ. And you know what? God likes that. So do it because God likes it. And that's a reason to do it. All right, we have somebody ready to answer the trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? Um, you know what, Gary? I, I worked out yesterday, and so sometimes when I think of my knee, I think of you and you know some of the struggles that you go through. I worked out yesterday, and it hurt a little bit. I pushed kind of through, and I'm not working out today, and I feel good. I mean, I feel like physically like I'm getting back to where I was. Well, that's so, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm really blessed by that, so I really appreciate your prayers. really appreciate you know, the, the consistency you've maintained in this, so that's awesome. I'll keep praying for you. Thank you, bro. All right, here we go. Who found honey inside the body of a dead lion? I believe that was Samson. That is correct, Amundo! It was Samson. Excellent job. Al got there first. Al and Joey and kind of tied in on their on the pop on the text. But what's amazing is is the guy was and this is what I was just talking about. He he, he had a lot of moments. <laughs> he had a couple of years, but the Lord used him. And it's just like that's what's amazing. And even though we have our moments, he can still use us no matter how where we're at, what we're doing, what's going on. And I love that. I love that about the Lord that he's just able to use us regardless. So excellent job, brother. Well, I'll keep praying for you and God bless you. All right, man. You have a good weekend. Okay. Uh, All right. God bless. Bye bye. All right, excellent job by our brother Gary. We love hearing from him. I want to go to this next section because isn't that funny? Because we just did Samson. I was just talking about that. I know you guys are going to think that that plus the poem have something to do with history. You're going to find out, no, no, this is all about grace. I just love grace. Grace is so cool. All right, so I want to go to the next verse because we don't have to go very far. Just look at what he says. Uh, go back to verse 32 in Hebrews 11. What more can I say? Time is too short. For me to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. Okay, as though as though David was an afterthought, right? Hold on. Who by faith conquered kingdoms, ministered justice, obtained promises, and shut the mouths of lions, quenching the raging of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, gained strength and weakness, became mighty in battle, and put foreign armies to flight. Just so you can know, there's nine things that are identified uh, between verse 33 and 34. There's nine different elements of, of conquering. Could you imagine us going through each one of those? Yeah, we can't do that. Here's what we can do. So now you know why the author said, yeah, I'm running out of time here. Here's what he said. Who by faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions. Here are four examples, which in every case extends far beyond the prior four people we just talked to, including, by the way, Abraham on conquering when he went to deliver Lot from being uh, in that in that initial situation, Adam uh, Abraham. That's when he met Melchizedek. God gave him grace, and he conquered in that particular battle. Joseph, where it says administering justice, just listen to this. Joseph dishing out some justice to his brothers. <laughs> that's what he's doing, right? It's like there's a little bit of justice coming back at you guys, right? I mean, that's just kind of funny, but it's true. Right, and in fact, justice has been being dished out from from Adam on. I don't think there's much question about there. And then there's Daniel. You know how popular, how fantastic is Daniel? Who doesn't know Daniel in the lion's dance? Like you're thinking, man, you should have taken like a whole chapter or a whole paragraph for Daniel. What a dude! He was amazing. Right, threw him in there with the lions. And the lions were like going, "What's up, Daniel? Nothing. Nothing. They weren't doing anything." 
They were totally awesome. And they threw in the people that orchestrated it, and then the Lions ate them even before their bodies got to the ground. Here is what you got to get. Daniel and David, they're not getting after mentions. The Lord knows they've got plenty of you know space in the scriptures, but he, it's showing you that all of these people have done these incredible things. Listen to this, verse 34, quenching the raging of fire. I don't know what three three guys do you think of that went through the fire and that the fire didn't touch them? Was that Mash- uh, 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 Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Those three guys? You know, the guys with Daniel, right? You know, and then look at this. They, they quit the raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, gained strength and weakness, became mighty in battle, and put foreign armies to flight. Not only is it Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but somewhere between Genesis and Malachi, tons of people escaped the edge of the sword and then were strengthened in weakness, and then it flipped and they became mighty in battle. Now, what, here's something you might not have caught, so I want you to see this, all right? All right? Escaped. I want to make sure everybody's got that. Okay, this is the Christian Standard uh, version, I think. Christian Standard Bible. Here's what it says: Escape the edge of the sword. You see that? It should be somewhere pretty close. Is yes, yes, it's got to be pretty close to that, right? Just that one phrase. What is it? What scripture did I gave? So we're talking about uh, Hebrews chapter eleven and verse thirty. You can pick it up from verse thirty-four. Okay, thirty-four. You know, I'll be reading ahead. That's thirty-four fine. says, "Quench the power of the of fire." Keep going. Go to the next Escaped line. Escaped the edge of the sword. Okay, go ahead. Were now. made strong out of weakness and became land. mighty in war. Stop. All right, now watch. I want you to see this. Three things in a row, all progressive, and I only got a second to share it. So I want you to follow this because it's absolutely amazing. They escaped the edge of the sword. Right? They were strengthened in weakness, and then they became mighty in battle. Those are three stages that people go through. Got out of it. Whoa, escaped it. Oh, becoming strong because in the weakness now, the Lord is starting to fill in the gaps and strengthen us. And then what happens? From there, they become mighty in battle. <laughs> you see? So dodging, strengthening because relying on the Lord, prevailing. Get it? That's right there in the text. Wait, wait. This is three stages, one right in a row, one right in a row. I'm sorry, I get excited about stuff like this. It's amazing. And put foreign armies to flight. This is many people, mainly David, David, David put armies to flight, but from Abraham to Moses to Joshua to Judges to the kings to the nation of Israel, they all prevailed in this. It's just so cool. That's what faith does, people. We'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience? Knock, knock. This is Dave. Who am I talking to? Um, hi, David. This is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? 
I'm wonderful. I have a praise report. All right. Fire away. What a great way to start my comeback. Come on. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll explain. I was in stage four kidney disease, and I thought I was going to have to go on dialysis because of my uncontrolled diabetes. And I got my tests back yesterday, and the nephrologist told me that my kidneys are good. They're normal. What? How did... What? Yes. What? You were... Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. You were at state... What? Wait, go through that stage again. Stage four kidney disease. And then and then you were... And I know you got prayer from other places because you need to get prayers, many prayers, as many places you did. But I know we did pray for you, too. And it's like, we're a part of that. And you're, you're yes. rejoicing in the Lord. That is so cool, Deborah. I am so blessed. Oh, oh me too. And I want to thank everybody for their prayers, and I'm always praying for everybody too. That is so, so good. I'm so, I, I'm telling you that there is joy in my heart because the Lord has touched you. I am just blessed beyond measure. That is so awesome. Oh, I, oh, I know. I thought I was going to have to go on dialysis, and wow. now I don't have to. Praise the Lord God Almighty. Let me just give thanks while you're with me on the phone, just real quickly, if you don't mind. Let me just uh, okay. say a prayer for thanks. Father, just, we just thank you for our sister. We thank you for this praise report. We just ask you to fill her heart with, a, with joy. Continue to let her share and testify like she just did. And let it be a blessing to other people like it's just been a blessing to me. We thank you for it. We know you did it. We praise you for it. We, we just acknowledge you for it. And we're just so thankful for our sister and pray continued blessings in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you, David. Oh, amen. I'm so and happy God for you. God bless you all. God bless you as well. How fantastic. I mean, I, there's nothing I can say now. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> Good job, Deborah. Good job. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is so, so great. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.